Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in the book of Titus, as you all know. Titus chapter 1, verses 10 and 11. How do you silence self-centered, non-biblical teachers? Uh, Titus had a job. There were many unruly, vain talkers or deceivers, especially they that kind of joined a certain party of the circumcision, okay, whose mouths must be stopped. They subvert or deceit entire houses, teaching things which they ought not. You know, unlike the faithful leaders described in the first part of the chapter, verses 10 and 11 deal with the character, motives, and behavior of rebellious false teachers. Much of what Titus faced on the island of Crete, we still face today. How do you deal with people who reject the Bible, make up their own rules for life, and try to get everyone else to live by their opinions? You know, Paul told Titus that their mouths must be silenced. This does not sound like a fun job. Looks like Titus was outnumbered. Uh, The many versus the few. I am sure it was a bit intimidating for Titus to go to a place where there were many insubordinate leaders, many non-thinking, talkative people, and many imposters. The self-centered party had many more voting members than the Christ-centered party. And get this, all for money, money that is meaningless for them now in eternity. You know, Titus had the approach, uh, had to approach his task knowing that it, was, it only takes one plus God to make a majority. Actually, God doesn't even need the one, okay? Titus, like some of the leaders in our Old Testament times, had to encourage the new believers to learn to resist following the crowd and be content to stand alone. You know, Moses in Exodus 23 warned his people, you shall not follow a crowd to do evil. Joshua challenged his followers, and if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Saul knew all too well the devastation of following the crowd. And Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord in thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now Solomon wisely counseled, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain your foot from their path. As we take a closer look at those who would challenge Titus's leadership, we will see that only by God's intervention would anything be accomplished. We can challenge, encourage, and confront, but it's ultimately up to God to do the change of a heart. Who were the unruly, the unrulable, the unruly, defiantly refuse to obey any and all authority. No rules. Uh, Don't tell me what to do. Those who choose to live undisciplined, unruly lives could interview for the position of poster children for self-centeredness. Vain talkers, now they're the empty individuals who have nothing really of value to say, but spew their incessant nothingness online, on phones, on blogs, and on anyone who will listen. How about the deceivers? They emotionally attack people's minds and hoping of turning them away from the truth. They reject God's requirements on their own lives and try to ease their consciences by getting others to join their worldview. In essence, they are attempting to gain a majority over God. Although in our world, majority rules, the majority's reign stops the minute they choose to reject God's way for, to eternal life. As Matthew reminds us, the entrance to God's kingdom is a very narrow gate and only a few ever find it. The gate to eternal death is wide and many choose to go that way. So sad. 
Today, we hear much about our political parties and how they intensely oppose each other. In Paul's day, there was a type of political party called the Circumcision Party, who opposed the simplicity of the gospel by saying you had to follow their man-made rules in order to be right with God. They taught that Christ's death on the cross was not enough. Their intent was to get as many on their side as they could by attacking, upsetting, and causing division and doubt in family units. If these families believed the truth of the gospel, they would stop following the false teachers and stop supporting them financially. For the false teachers in the circumcision party, it was all about money. Somehow the churches in Crete were infected by a bunch of pretend spiritual leaders who were more excited about an easy life and a bigger paycheck than pleasing God and sharing the gospel. The love of money is the root of all evil. Extreme self-centered individuals are more concerned about their bank accounts than giving an account to God someday. You know, the phrase teaching things which they ought not is as much of an issue today as it was in Paul and Titus' day. Like Titus, we must defend the purity of the gospel and do all we can to plant a seed of doubt into the hearts of those who teach anything contrary to the simple gospel message. It is by God's grace we are saved from the penalty of our sin, not because we have been really good, worked hard, or lived an honorable life. Salvation is a free gift of God to all who admit their inability to be sinless. Um, it only takes one sin to be a sinner. And we have all sinned and come way short of God's glorious perfection. Some still preach things that they ought not to preach. We ought not to preach or teach any gospel that says you must earn or your work, work your way to God. We ought not to preach or teach a non-repentant, one, two, three, repeat after me type salvation. We ought not preach or teach our personal preferences as convictions. Extreme self-centeredness is seen in those who pretend they care, but in reality only care for themselves. Lord, help me to boldly share the simplicity of the gospel and help my friends who are listening today to do the same. Hair time's up, but today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope that you have a good day.